Hello, and welcome to Your Business Story Podcast. I'm Kristen, your host, and today we're going to talk about your business reputation with business strategist Emma Tagalo because you need to ask yourself the question, am I showing up in a way where people can find me and get my help and hire me? Let's do this. She's on a business writing mission to make sure you know what words to say so that what you deserve is what you'll get paid because storytelling changes everything. Get pumped for the epic knowledge in today's episode of Your Business Story. Welcome to episode two of season one, where Emma's going to help us get our brand reputation under control. Hello, wonderful friends. Welcome to the first ever episode of Your Business Story. I'm your host, Kristen Spencer. I'm storytelling obsessed, and I help business owners like you talk about your superhero powers. And today on my show, we have a business strategist. That's right, friends. If you want to know how to have a better business, you should definitely find out more about my guest by listening right now. I would like to welcome Emma DeGallo. Am I saying that right? Yes, you do, my friend. You do. Hi. I am so honored to be on your show. <laughs> and just so you know, we're just going to laugh a lot. This is what happens. Oh, yeah. I've been on Emma's show several times, and that's actually basically how I met her. She's like, come on my show. And I was like, I don't know you at all, but sure, let's do it. And then we got to know each other. But yeah, we laugh. We have a good time. So if you don't like fun, you can just leave. It's fine. We'll we'll have fun without you. <laughs> I think so, too. No, no. I love you, my dear. She's awesome, by the way. I, I will probably try to turn the table on her. We'll see how it's going to go because I'm used <laughs> to be on her seats and not on the guest seats. So, But it's an honor for me to be here today. I'm so excited. I've been excited since last week, like a crazy little person. <laughs> So excited. I know. To be I've been so, yeah, I was like all day today. I'm like, I'm going to interview Emma today. <laughs> and let me just preface this by saying, like, this show is we record it live. People can comment, weird things can happen. But the awesome. thing that I'm going to do is ask Emma some questions so that you can get to know her better, but also so that I can work my magic and create her one sentence that she can use to communicate communicate quickly what she does, even though she likes to put the spotlight on literally everyone else and not talk about her amazing professional superpowers. So, Emma, are you ready? I am ready. I am ready. <laughs> yes, it's and fun. I'm going to be taking some notes, so but I'm using my okay. quietest keyboard because if you if you know me, I have a really loud keyboard that inspires me to write fast. Um, mm -hmm. But I thought maybe you wouldn't like the audience would like the sound. So I'm using my quiet purple keyboard, which still feels good. But you might hear a little click clacking. OK. All right. And you can hear the dog barking a little bit, too. Yeah, and we're, we welcome dogs, children, we okay, welcome good. all sorts of interruptions because <laughs> when you own your own business and you work out of your house, real life yep. is the only life you're living, friend. <laughs> okay? Yes, we do. <laughs> if yeah, my kids come in, that just happens. I'm not going to be like, don't come into my office. That's not, <laughs> that's not how I do things. Okay. Oh, okay. So. What is the most important problem that you solve in your business? And remember, everyone, Emma is a fancy 
business strategist and she makes a crap ton of money so you should listen to what she says (laughs) (laughs) oh wow uh one of the lately one of the biggest challenge i see is the brand awareness brand reputation people don't know how to market themselves so the other people that lives near them don't know they exist or they know just around the block, but they don't know beyond the block. And some have fantastic services and products that could go in different states or around the world, but they don't know how to. That's one so, of the biggest challenges I've seen. So they have like this business and it's awesome, mm-hmm. but no <laughs> one knows that they provide the service. Yeah, that's the problem. They don't know how to, you know, because brand reputation is a big thing lately because people will go and look at review on Yelp, on Google. So if you don't exist, don't have a footprint there, that's a problem. Or if somebody writes one wrong thing because they are in a bad mood, well, out of 10, you got a 10 and one is bad, people will look at the bad and assume that it's the truth and it might be the truth or not. And in some cases it's not, it's somebody who's not in a good mood and wasn't feeling, you know, the love or the services they would, they needed at that time. So that's one thing, but the footprint in social media, in media website, you know, bring your, uh, one of the biggest things I we see as well is the website. And if nobody or if nobody comes to your website, then you got, no business or barely, or if you have people passing by your website, looking at it, but never engage with you, then that's another problem as well. So that's mean the call to action is not proper. Whatever you're displaying is not proper for people. Or it could be too confusing as well because you want to pack so much in there. People get overwhelmed and like, oh boy, I came for one thing and I'm like, I don't know, I'm lost now. I don't know what to do. So that's another problem too. Yeah, where they're like, let me just shove every word I can onto this website. Everything I can do. Yeah. Yeah. And then people are like, what am I, why did I, how did I get here? Yeah. They just have more questions. Exactly. Or it's growing, how to grow, because the other thing, it's so complex. It's, so if you got everything, let's say you got your, your, um, your, a great website, you're very well known, but it comes to the point and you want your business want to expand, then you don't know how it makes it difficult because there is a level where it's going to plateau and the business can say, I want to continue to grow. I want to break that glass ceiling, but people don't know how to, and that's another issue as well. Yeah. So, I think that's something that I'm that's happening to me literally right now. Um, (laughs) So I can understand that where the business is like, I'm trying to grow. And I'm like, hold on, like, just wait a second. Like, I need to adjust. And the business is like, no. So no, it's like it has a mind on its own. And sometimes you have to catch up the train. You have to hop on the train. Then you're ready. You feel ready or not. The, the, The most interesting part of it, it's always, I always refer it to the universe because it's always through us a curve saying, okay, we're good. I, I think I got everything under control. And also then you get something coming and it's like, oh, wow, it's going to go bigger now. And I am not ready. And you're like, oh boy, oh boy, what am I supposed to do? And you're like trying to stop it, but you can't, you have to go and jump into the water. And that's another challenge as well. 
again. That's again, this is the kind of things that, you know, working with people is very interesting or learning. I just did a podcast, actually. I just recorded my, another solo that I've not, you know, I'd not done quite for quite some time solo um, podcast because I like to do my solo podcast. And that's like second on a row, second time uh, this week I'm doing it. Delegate, learning to delegate. That's another issue. You know, <laughs> you should know that too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. You're the one who's like, you need to find other ghostwriters. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't even know how I can do the magical things I can do. How can I teach yeah. someone else? Yes, if you well, want someone to uh, give you a polite <clears throat> kick in the butt, Emma is a great friend to have definitely <laughs> polite yes i am then i will hang up and just go with the trucker version <laughs> nobody can hear me <laughs> <laughs> when there are no ears around no except the dogs and the dogs yeah. look sad for five minutes and oh boy oh boy <laughs> <laughs> but no but to be honest with you sometimes you know our businesses grow and evolve as like a child so you have to go with with it and Sometimes we feel we're always running behind it because, like you say, it's going too fast. But it's like, no, it's not. It's expanding at the pace it's supposed to. So more yeah. challenging to find the right people, too. That's another. And now, so too, that's, finding that's the right kind people. of what you're helping. You help people chase down. <laughs> I help people. I, you know, I have done, I have sat down in interviews with people. I have sat down in their interviews and I've been able to, you know, redirect people and say, no, that person will not do this. I'll go into a company and very quickly realize who is not on the right seat because some people want to be managers. Some people want, you know, like their little space. They don't want to move and they are great leaders. They could do something even better, but they're afraid or too comfortable in their little world. It's like, no, you got so much skill set. And others, they need to be retrained. Some, they should be moved to different area where they have already very good skills. Then you can train them afterwards for expanding their skills. But so I have seen people in the wrong seat because they wanted those seats and that was, did not help the companies. It was not beneficial. It was detrimental for the company. So, yeah. So you That's, make but people again, be brave. See, I told exactly, you to kick or, you politely but, in the butt. Exactly. But the problem is, is the business owner, the question I ask for people is, are you coachable? Because if you're not coachable, then I'm not going to waste my time. You don't want to be, you don't want to change, obviously. So it will stay where it is. But if people are coachable, business owners can hear it because we're not here to and should not turn their life upside down. But there is changes that are going to be uncomfortable that needs to be made. And if they're following recipe, then you got the success. If you're interfering every five minutes, then it's going to be an unfolding disaster. Right. Yeah. I love it when people hire you to do something and then they're like, no, but don't do it like that. And you're like, what? Exactly. That's, whole, that's the whole reason yeah. you hired me. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I've, I've been facing this lately where people, they assume a lot of things and they don't have an idea what it takes. And it's like, oh, well, if you do this and that, I'm like, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> it's like, You're no, like, it's not how it works. You know, it's, no. it's, let me do my job, let create the magic. And then we can have, but have a little faith. Otherwise, if you had the recipe, you will not hire me. That's simple than that. That's true. That's so, I love that it rhymes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Down. I hope yeah, yeah, good. Because I'm not gonna remember <laughs> it. 
Okay, I got it. I documented it. Is that the first time you've said that? Oh, yeah. Or do you say that regularly? You I don't know if I say that, that right regularly. I don't think I say that regularly. It all depends on what I'm channeling, actually. So I don't know. Okay, well, this that's why we're asking these questions, right? Yes. I know. I told yeah. Emma, I was like, you're a guinea pig. I just changed all my questions this morning. This ones I've been using for months. I felt like I really need to adjust these the yep. day the podcast is coming out. That's and perfect. she's like, okay, cool. No problem. <laughs> so she well, didn't yeah. hear any of these questions ahead of time. Just so you, the listener know. Yep. And, you know, you should not give any actually for people as a, a word of advice. If you do podcasts or live stream, like we're doing right now, don't ever give anyone those questions because the problem you've got is that I'm if I'm getting the question and I'll start to figure out how I'm going to answer this, then you go in your head and you make a yes. movie out of it. And at the end of at the end, then by the time you're recording this, it will be an unfolding disaster. So never give questions. I don't ask questions. I only ask one question. How do you get started? And after that, it's a full conversation because question comes when you're listening, when I'm listening to people. But with Kristen, it's different. However, I am not seeing the question. And I will not, you know, I will probably hit the delete button. <laughs> so I'm not interested <laughs> about the questions. I'm like, you ask the question while we're there. <laughs> it makes it yeah, easier. So this is a big experiment. And like, Emma yep. doesn't even know that I'm doing this because we haven't talked a, nope. since I decided to do this insane thing that I'm doing. Yep. Or I'm not going to say insane. I'm going to say a brave thing that I'm doing where I have like a list of 10 mm -hmm. things I'm willing to fail at. And this podcast is one of them where I'm like, I've been putting it off for a year. And I was like, I'm just going to do whatever and see what happens okay. and talk to people I know are brave and smart. And I, and I want all my friends to know them. But you are brave and smart, but a list of what you allow yourself to fail. Okay. So don't yeah. ask for the rest because that will be for, for next week when we're going to record <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> I need to write, I'm writing it down. You see the pen here? I'm, I, uh, yeah, she, I'm already scheduled to go on her podcast oh, yes. uh, next week. So she's yep. like, uh, let me just write that down. Oh yeah, I am because that would be a question I'm going to ask you. So I don't want to know the rest. So people will have to, okay. uh, to switch to ours, but yeah, that, that piqued my curiosity now. So I need to unplug this one because I'm going to flip the table. <laughs> yeah, we can do it on your show. Right now we're on my show, which yes, we, we have a few more questions to get through. Okay, I'm going to okay. ask you the next question. All right, are we yes. good? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what? This is like, yes. It's so hard to be serious with Emma because we just have way too much fun. I know. What? What is the biggest pain? Let's get real. Like your clients in pain, right? When they come to you, yes. what is the biggest pain they're in right now? And what do they think they need to solve it? Yes, you heard that because you know, when your client comes to you, they think they already know. Isn't that strange? Mm -hmm. So the biggest pain that I'm hearing from a lot of people, client or non-client is customer. Mm. Customer. They want people back in the store or online, mostly in the stores. The people I talk to are in the stores, but they want online or in a store. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you work mostly with like brick and mortar shop owners. Then. No, no. Cause I work international. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, okay, well, uh, I, I work me. online. What, who do you work with then? Like who is your person? 
any business uh, that needs my help, actually. I can, I don't have a specific niche because I've been, I worked in different industries. I'm not somebody who worked in one industry. No, I like to explore. I like to learn. So I worked in five different industries. So I, I work with uh, different uh, businesses from, uh, it could be uh, retails to finance to oil and gas to biomedicals to uh, marketing to anyone, actually. I'm going to figure out the common thread. I don't know if I'll figure it out today, but I'm going to figure it out because that's like, that's what I do. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it out. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> you know, I will. I'm not, I'm not I know. Yeah, I know. My, my I know. brain is going to keep me up until I'm like, wow. no. And then, and then you're going to send me some threatening emails and say, sorry, I'm bald. I couldn't sleep for the past three nights. <laughs> Because of this puzzle you gave me. <laughs> so what then is your solution to their big problem and how do you get it for them? Well, first of all, what I do is I uh, sit down with them uh, via Zoom or face-to-face and I go through an assessment because I need to know who they are. I need to know their company. I need to know what their intents are and what they have done, what their core um, values are. And um, that's what I'm looking at because I cannot just sit down and start to give advices to somebody if I don't know who they are, if I don't understand what they are trying to do. And as we you know, talk, this is where we're peeling the layer of everything. Right. Knows how their business working, how's their sales, how's their operation. If they have, like, let's say, uh, processes in place, because a lot of people don't even know what processes are. Yeah. If they have a system in place, because you have to go through this. So it's about, I would say, when I talk to them, um, when we do this, it's about two hours where we talk. And then I can provide them with a report and a roadmap. So let me get this straight. Your superpower that is your professional superpower is the same superpower that's your personal superpower in that yep. you are an expert question asker. You know I'm what interview, questions Yes, you have to be, you have to interview, you have to know how to interview people and listen to them as well. Because you can talk as much as you want. If you don't listen to people, then you got a problem. But you have to interview them because you have to know who they are. It helps to have a podcast. Lots <laughs> <laughs> of practice, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, and this is the last question. And then I'm gonna try to do this crazy puzzle that you've set before me because, of course, the first episode couldn't be easy, Emma. Thank you so much. You're welcome, my dear. Anytime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, why should they trust you to solve this problem for them? How do you sell and why do you, why do you believe you can do this? First of all, I don't sell. Okay. What do you call First it? of all, I do not sell because Tell selling at, at this point doesn't mean anything. However, I will show them a few things. I will show them how they can um, start to make basically um, some uh, profits and revenues how they can change if they make the changes. So this is in a report. There is an extended report that will give them a projection of what they could, how much money they're basically leaving on the table every single day. 
But I don't sell. It's, it's the report speaks for itself. I don't ask them anything. I just show them the proof of what I'm doing. And then there is the milestone. There is a plan. And that plan, if they follow the plan, then you're implemented, then you're on, on track. That's what the goal is, is for people to help them. So that's why there is an assessment. I don't okay. dig through hours and hours for people for nothing. Some people do that and go to companies and do that, which is absolutely insane. Uh, no, I I have um, a report. I uh, There is some algorithm behind for some calculation that is needed. And they have a financial, they have a report that for them that is um, very clear with everything in detail of where we're going. Because we're going through about, what, 12 or 14, 12 areas in their okay. business. So it takes time. It takes about two hours, as I said, but yeah. <clears throat> pretty, I think that's pretty quick. It's pretty intensive. It's pretty quick when, you know, I have a system, I use it, so it makes it easier. Uh, but still, it's pretty intensive. And when you go through all of the pain points, because I go first through the pain points, um, I can do an assessment in 45 minutes and I can find an average about, what, 50 and up thousand dollars of untapped money. So that's the first thing. Then we come back for two hours where I will go through the other areas and people decide at the end of the day. It's their options. I give them the report and good luck. If you don't want to do anything, then it's yours. It's not me. I don't, I don't sell. I don't try to bargain. I don't sell. I'm just talking to them. And that's their decision at the end of the day. So for me, selling, I don't like selling because it's trying to force something on someone. And if I go somewhere, my philosophy, if I go somewhere, a store or anywhere, I don't want to be, uh, to have a salesperson chasing after me. I don't like it. Yeah, Unless I have awful. a personal shopper and I need something and I have a personal shopper, I'm fine. But I don't want somebody to tell me and beg me and, oh, I, I don't like it. Uh -uh. I I also don't. Like, we don't have, I don't know what you have there because you're in Minnesota, right? Yes. So I'm near Pittsburgh, but not close enough. And we don't have a Costco. We only have a Sam's Club. And every single time I go in there to buy groceries, because, right, I have, like, two teenage children and a 10, like, I am in the prime eating years, okay? So we go through a lot of food. <laughs> but, like, yes, every time I go in, there's this, like, phone guy chasing me. I'm like, I have to pay to be in here and then I have to deal with you? Like, I just want to buy an insane amount of bread and eggs and be on my way. Yeah. And that's the problem. They should not be doing this. It's like, uh, that's why I like WellTT, actually, the sis yeah the sister uh, business, is you go over there, nobody's selling you anything because I teach that class, actually, uh, about uh, sales. And I use Walmart because Walmart use all of the tactics on their shelves. Yeah. Like upsells, downsells. Bundles. They, I, I I gave a full course. I was on wisdom. I gave it for months. Um, I think I recorded one. But it's to explain to people: you can buy in bundles, you can buy separate, you can buy up sales, which is the size up. Right. But they have everything on the shelf. That's why they're number one in retails because they know how to apply this, and people don't know the equation. And that's what I'm teaching people. I said you don't need to do anything. They don't do discount. They do down sales, but there is a way to do it. So 
you don't want somebody to chase after you because after a minute, I will just go back, scream at them, I will never come back. And for me, I don't like that. I don't want to be pushed to sales. If somebody wants to buy something and they are ready, then you, you show them, you educate them. If you educate them, then they make the decision. Like that's always what I've done in the past. If I wanted to, when I wanted to buy my, the last car I had several years ago, well, I wasn't looking for the same brand. I end up with the same brand. Who knows why? Thanks, universe. But still, <laughs> I went and did my homework. So I knew what was the market for that that uh, that car. Went, try it. Didn't like the first one I had. The unfairly was mine. I saw the other one. I'm like, it's same same car, except it wasn't the same level of quote-unquote luxury in there. But I liked the other one better because I had what, everything I wanted in there yeah. because it was the same thing that my previous car had. And it's like, cool. So I went, but I educate myself. And one yeah. of the key is the education. If you want to sell to somebody, you educate them. You do not say, well, we give you a 10% discount for this and that, ah, or buy this or buy that. No, 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 no. Education. You're about to hear Emma talk more about what she means by customer education. For that, I wanted to let you know that you can learn how to write the one big sentence to help you speak confidently about who you help and the problem your business solves with one complimentary 30-minute masterclass complete with plug-and-play PDF. Head to literarysymmetry.com forward slash pathway to get your free copy of the masterclass today because you shouldn't be guessing when it comes to talking about your business story. And with that, let's get back to Emma Zagallo, the amazing business strategist who's going to school us further. That's how it works. People are educating themselves before they buy things. So for me, I don't sell anything. Okay, I, I, lo I love it. So your whole, well, actually I heard someone this week, you know, I'm like always going to seminars. I can't help myself. I'm always trying to learn more. Mm -hmm. But he was saying there's no such thing as lead generation. There's a lead invitation where you invite them in. You can't actually control whether or not someone becomes a lead. All you can do is invite them. And if they enter into your world, have the educational resources there. <laughs> The, the conversion equation, you enter it, you educate, and the offer is so irresistible, then they go for it. But you don't do anything. You need the education. You need to enter on them. You need to get your right messaging. If you don't have the right messaging, they're not going to stick around. And you educate them. Education is the key. It's they want to know, what am I buying this? What am I learning? What am I, what is the benefits of it? And one of the things people don't uh, forgetting as well is that, you know, the buyer's journey, not a lot of people knows the buyer's journey and the buyer's journey is very interesting because about 97% of the people are not ready to buy. There's only 3%, even less than that, who are ready to spend the money. Right. And most businesses focus on that 3%. I'm looking at when I work with people in uh, businesses, I'm looking at the 97%. Have you because read Subtle like crazy? You got the future buyer, the one to be ready soon, but not so sure. You know what? If you give them the right education, the right things, those people who are not ready to buy, is going to buy it. Yeah, I'm reading um, Sell Like Crazy right now. And that's, he has like the little chart, right? And he's like, mm -hmm. 4%. This is where everyone's going. And he's like, yes. what about the 96%? Exactly. But yeah. you know what I, I think it is, is that people don't want to have to do the education piece 
They're like, I'll just go after the easy sales. To yes. them, it seems easy. But that's yeah. so competitive. They're not going to get the sale that way. No, they don't. No, because they do the mistake to do discount, which you never do discount in your business. You do bundle. You don't do discount, by the way. <laughs> just letting I mean, you know. That's, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Do I discount? You know I don't discount. No, you do bundle. And people don't that's understand. Right. The discount is the big no-no and a lot of people are falling for it. I'm like, no, I would rather spend more money on a bundle than on a discount. And that's what people don't understand. So it's all about, you know, how do you, your, your, what is your proposition value? Well, you better to have a good one. So that's what I'm teaching people. But the 96, 97% of the people, of the buyers, you can get them purchasing your items, but it's just a matter of how to do it. And they don't, most people don't right have now. a clue. Yeah. All You're excited now, isn't so it? Good. I, yes. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know this stuff, right? Because I'm a copywriter. I have to know this or I can't do my yeah. job at all. But I yep. feel like so many business owners, they're thinking exactly the way you said, and you would know because you're helping yep. them. Well, and that's why I done a, a class and I'm going to continue to teach that class. Actually, I have to do in a, uh, I have to schedule something for the Chamber of Commerce. One of them, I have to do it, uh, a class, a le uh, lunch and learn. And that's one of the, the things that I talk the most because people don't know. There is a lot of things in sales. They don't know how to do sales. They don't know. They think they know, but that's not true. Uh, and that's why I said, go to Walmart. Have, I love Walmart. I love my Walt Disney. I have a passion, except for the nativity scene where they think still the cow doesn't exist and the rooster is there again this year. And I'm like, this is wrong with you people. Rooster? Yes. What? Yes. That's, yes. that's not culturally accurate. <laughs> I know. I know. Trust me. I, I thought, well, year over a year ago, I went to LTT and by accident, actually, I went into the aisle where the nativity so you could buy individual pieces. And I looked at them because they reminded me my grandparents, my Italian grandparents, nativity. They were similar to it. It was like, holy moly, I want it because they remind me that nativity, which I don't have it. That's not me to, uh, to have this one, which was fine. And I'm like, okay. Except when I'm like, okay, here's Mary, here's Joseph, here's the baby Jesus, yay, here's the donkey, wait, here's the little lambs, I'm like, God, and I'm like, where is the cow? And I'm looking in there, and all of a sudden, what do I see? A rooster. I start to laugh, I could not stop to laugh. I went again this year, uh, and they, because they put everything on display, you know, it's like September, October, everybody's crazy about Christmas right now. I say to laugh, I'm like, Really? I said, I need to write to Walmart and let them know, where is the cow? <laughs> where? Yeah. I mean, if we're going to use the Bible, right, which I feel like for nativity, we should. They definitely yes. talk about cattle <laughs> so stinking much. <laughs> like, they're always sacrificing cattle. Like, every time they have a festival, yeah. there's bulls getting killed, right? So yeah. where is where is it? I have no idea where is the cow. The cow became the rooster. So I got I had to laugh last week when I went back. I'm like, really? Come on, guys. I wanted one single piece and it's not there. So I, I know I, I will figure it out. I'm gonna buy one somewhere else. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like let's for... let's figure out another cow you could get. I right? know. So listen, if you're a business right now and you make cows for nativity scenes, I know someone who's ready to buy right this second. Well, let's put it this way. It's not done yet because here's the other dilemma. Oh, I forgot to check it out again today. 
All right. Quick story, because that wasn't the only thing missing. Okay. okay. We went oh, to no. Wisconsin a year ago. No, no, but I have to tell you that story because that's funny. And when we went to Rice Lake over there, they have a great Walmart. They had everything. And I found the beautiful mailbox, those gorgeous old-fashioned, they were in plastic, but mailbox. I'm like, Ooh. I want one for the yard. I yeah. want a Christmas. I'm like, okay. I had the pops with us. I'm like, I cannot put this. I think it's so big. That's going to freak out the dogs. If they put it in the back of the car, say, forget it. <laughs> Go back to Minnesota, which is next door, two hours drive. Guess what? Did every Walmart that I knew? None. <gasps> no. Yeah. Oh, no. I think they ship them all over in Wisconsin. Okay. Seriously. So if you have a cow... You should call Emma. If you have an old-timey mailbox... It's not tiny. Should... It was a tall one. Okay, it was a sorry. Weird... It needs to be giant. It needs to be too big to fit in the back of her car with her dogs. <laughs> then you should call and be like, listen, I'm not going to sell you this, but I have this thing that you want. And if you, if you decide to take it, I'll just mm -hmm. take a little bit of money from you. No big deal. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. I forgot to look at it this year. Uh, well, Titi, I did not sign... I should go to the garden center on this one. But yeah, they had a full display in Rice Lake. I don't understand why. I'm like, really? And there were nothing in Minnesota. I'm like, really? I know that's sad, sometimes. isn't it? Yeah, with regional yeah. stuff. You're like, dang it. No, I should have I should have tortured no, my but dogs. They, <laughs> it, well, you I went to the website, they were out of orders. I'm like, they shipped everything to Rice Lake. Oh what? my gosh. They were out of orders i'm like really and i went to lowell's those was out of orders went to every store so i'm like really for real i said i should have brought back that mailbox <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. i mean that definitely i've definitely experienced that before where i'm like i should have bought it and then i, I yeah yeah i know but I will let you know for the uh, the rooster and the cow what happened with that because I was yes. laughing when I saw it again. I'm like, really? Why? I don't. The okay. rooster yeah, has to nothing to do with the nativity scene. You'll have to send me a picture so I can post it for everyone. Be like, look, here's the rooster. We need a cow, right? I I will. I, when I go back to uh, well, Titi, I probably will go this weekend just for the heck right? and <laughs> send it to you because seriously, <laughs> there is something wrong. Seriously, I'm sorry, guys. We we are moving out of what we're supposed to talk about the topic, but to me, it's like, okay, well, on the rooster at the rooster, the cow is supposed to be resting next to the donkey. <laughs> yes, like this is a um an issue of not knowing your audience, right? You're like they'll like rooster. It was like what? No, like what nativity scene has a rooster? Someone was I guarantee uh -huh. you, like the executive's nephew came up with the idea, something like that. I'm pretty much sure. Say we're gonna leave the cow alone. Let's introduce the rooster. What's gonna happen? Why is it happening? That it's not working for me. <laughs> No. And they probably no. had like all these roosters in the warehouse. We're like, what are we going to do? Exactly. I, I don't know. It was very weird. So when I saw it, I was laughing again uh, last week. I'm like, oh my goodness. I, okay, let's get a good pick. I'm like, I would like my cow. Come on. I just, just, <laughs> just do it. It's missing the cow. You should write them a strongly worded letter and be like, please. Probably will please. do, actually. I was thinking to do, do that it. too. Take a picture and say, come on, Walmart. We can do better than that. Where is the cow? <laughs> Also, when someone writes you a letter, when someone takes the time to write your business a letter, you should definitely pay attention unless yes. it's a troll and then you ignore that. I <laughs> agree like, with I you. I your face. 
that's not uh, constructive. Like that's not gonna nope. help. Nope, nope. <laughs> okay. Are you okay. ready to see what I wrote for you? Please do. Okay, I'm gonna pop it in the chat and then see if I can feature it. We're 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 doing something new here. We're experimenting. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Oh my okay. gosh, it worked. Look at that. It's like as okay. if, like magic. So I have okay. businesses understand how to educate and create messages that will educate and invite the people who are ready to buy to make the decision on their own to purchase so that the business can successfully chase their business. Uh, chase. <laughs> I know, there's like, I just yeah. grow. See, oh, this, this is, is what funny. happens when you try it live. Because I would, this would have never made it onto like a page where I'm sending it to you. But let me see if I can. <laughs> If I, I can, love it, okay, I'm gonna cool. live. I'm gonna live edit it right now. I'm gonna mm -hmm. like read edit it. Okay, so Emma, okay, helps businesses understand how to educate and create messages that will what's another word inform and invite yes. the people who are yeah. ready to buy to make the decision on their own. And we're just going to skip that last, that whole part so that they can successfully, so that the owners or whoever, whomever can so the successfully. The company, the business, the, the company, the company right. can expand, can grow, can mature, can evolve, whatever you want to use. So, yeah, because at the end of the day, it's for the company to continue to grow. That's, that's right. the goal. Yeah. Okay. Did I solve I love it? it? Is that yes, what we're you looking did. for? I mean, there yes. are definitely some mistakes in there. No, that's but... all right. It's like, you know, it's at least, it should, you know what? It's not a mistake. It showed the process. If you were doing it too perfectly, that would be weird to me. It would be like, okay, that doesn't yeah. seem right to me. It's like, yeah, that's, you know, rehearse. Did they didn't talk in the back room before or whatever? No, <laughs> I like the, I like the way you're doing it because it really shows people how do you go about, um, about your process. Yeah, I and I mean, awesome. I I think that robots are creepy. That's just yes. my personal thing, and I would not want to be perceived as a robot. So I'm glad to uh, make mistakes in front of everyone because also making mistakes is how we learn. And anytime you write something, it's not going to be perfect the first time. Even me, I'm a professional writer, and I just showed you. Look, I do revisions. Like I have to think about it. Oh, and, and then I do the same when I, write, I do the same when I write my processes. Like I'm in the middle of writing a process right now for a company and I'm on it until we're going to release it. I'm still doing it over and over. I go back and I'm changing the words and stuff. like that. And people don't understand. It's like, well, you're not done. I'm like, no, nah, it's going to be done. It's never going to be done. Uh, but it's not where, I, you know, it still has a draft, but I'm not satisfied enough with it. So I need to tweak it. But it's a process. It doesn't take... You know, people maybe imagine, oh, it will take 15 minutes to be done. It's like, no, it takes more than 15 minutes. It's like, put your thoughts first, then you start to rearrange and then you look back and you're like, okay, let me step back like you're doing. Let me step back and go back at it because I know it's not quite right. right. So for me, it's not a mistake. I think it's more, uh, you know, like you said earlier of the, uh, when we talk, we're going messy. We're student of life. And for me, being a student of life is the learning process. You cannot do perfection cause as we're doing it. It's not something that is uh, giving into on your platter and just say, oh, it's everything is perfect. No, we're just a, a story in motion. This is progress. This is changing. This is evolving. So no, 
That's perfect. I love it. It really shows the behind the scenes. I love it. Well, thank you. That's what I was trying to do the whole time, you know? Well, that's what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Between the laughter and the, 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 the rooster I'm and the donkey, rooster, this yeah. is what you came up with, which is awesome. See, people, she's good. She's that good. I'm telling <laughs> oh. you. All right. I'll, Emma will talk nicely about me all day. So let's point. She's the guest here. You're the guest here, right? So, I'm trying to turn the table around. <laughs> I know, but I'm coming on your show next week. It's soon enough. Okay. So bye. where can my audience find you if they want to work with a business strategist, an expert of your level where you're like, yeah, no, I'm going to help you embrace the universe's plan for your business. How can they connect with you? Well, there is a couple of options they have. They can go on edg-associates.com. So that's my one of my website. And this one will have a contact page as well. Or, and I have to pull the other one because I have so many websites. It's like, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> so many pages and websites. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, people. I'm telling you right now. It's under edg business strategies dot com and uh this one three? i'm gonna That's probably put it ew, there's three actually yes let me where are you let me put this in the chat so you will know for this one because this one is a little interestingly long on this one and three s's okay. yes i think i, I didn't I, made I'm it gonna, easy i'm gonna copy and paste hers just in case i didn't do it right all right yeah yeah so that's the real one yeah. Although you won't see it on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is being a butt right now. Someone messaged me and they're like, hey, the video's not even showing. I'm like, okay, well, all right. Hello, That's LinkedIn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not StreamYard because they've been working so hard and helping me like try to figure it out. And also my friend Krista Molan, who's very fun and you should check her out on LinkedIn as well. Mm -hmm. um, she had the same thing happen to her last week. So yeah, it's I think it's sometimes the connection with LinkedIn that is not perfect. It's Painful. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we're trying. I mean, LinkedIn could get a little bit better about it, is all I'm saying. But I think LinkedIn, and as somebody mentioned to me, and I don't want to be mean to LinkedIn, but they don't like when people go outside of LinkedIn. So I think they make it a little harder for, you know, other like StreamYard and other of those software to go there and link and oh, connect with okay. them. That's the other thing, too. Yes, mm -hmm. they don't. Mm -hmm. they're, they're not listening to their audience. Nope. Nope, nope. They're trying to dictate well, the way it should work. Yes, but that's not that's not how life goes. That's what we should not do as business owners. You don't get in front of your client and be like, do this exactly this way or else I'm going yeah. to make your video disappear. Yeah, they, that's what they do they, because they want they want you to be streaming directly from LinkedIn. And that's that's their their biggest thing. So, yeah, it generally yeah, it takes a while before it works properly, but that's all right. That's, That's okay. Right. Well, and our podcast listeners, they're not even going to care. They're going to be like, amazing. Awesome. Exactly. Emma is so cool. I want to meet her in real life and, and also Chrissy give her a so cow. Cool uh, yes, I want the cow. If you have another uh, real one, by the way, thank you. Yeah, no, no, not you don't ask for a real one. Nativity cow. Okay, a nativity. Yes, a nativity cow that can go. And uh, it's not the one that goes in the backyard, it's the one that goes on one of my. Uh, uh, in my office, yes. so on the desk. That's where well, it goes. 
Thank you. I just so said much, no. Emma. I know. Yeah. Don't send her a <laughs> actual full size cow. Please. No, please no, don't no. do that. No. But I'm uh-uh. so glad. Thank you for coming on and for laughing with me and for being my first guest. And you can find Emma. Uh, if you check the show notes, she's going to be there. All her wonderful different websites and her LinkedIn. And she's just a wonderful person. I hope you get to know her. Thank you for listening to the first inaugural episode of Your Business Story, where we help you figure out what words you should use when you say things to people. <laughs> I love it. And you know what? It was an absolute honor and a pleasure to be uh, on your show and to be the first guest. Uh, that's to me was a privilege and very humbling experience. And you should connect with Christine too. Sorry, I'm going to do some commercial for you too. She is that good. Seriously. Uh, if you don't believe me, trust me, listen to my podcast and we'll understand who she is. She's awesome. She's a fabulous ghost writer, but she do so much more than that. So Oh, we're we gonna tell them more. where to go listen to your podcast. If you want to hear our shenanigans, you can go listen to oh. Emma's Universe. <laughs> yes, podcast. That's that's where you can find Christine and me talking. <laughs> and our trust first me, time meeting. Actually, you should listen so you will know who Christine is and you will understand. And as I said, she has a fantastic story. And oh my God, she's that good. So I'm so <laughs> blessed to have you as a friend. Seriously, I know. And we're not doing it just to butter up each other. This is not how it works. This is genuine friendship and we absolutely adore each other. So I can guarantee I don't praise people that I don't believe in. And I don't, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. I just say well, what I, yeah. Okay, well, I thank you. Thank authentic. you for uh, embarrassing me thoroughly in a good way. I I'm so it. happy. Anytime. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what we have for today. Make sure you subscribe and we cannot wait to bring you or I will bring you more. I'm sure Emma will be on again and we'll bring you more amazing information oh, heck on yes. how to <laughs> tell your business story because your business story matters. Talk later. Yes. Thanks for listening to another episode of Your Business Story. This is your host, Kristen Spencer, and I want to let you know about a rare opportunity uh, so that you can actually have the impact you want in your business starting today. If you leave a review for this podcast on Spotify or Apple or wherever, and you take a screenshot of that and send it to impact at literarysymmetry.com, I will give you access to the Impact Accelerator uh, course where I teach you how to have qualified leads pay you to qualify themselves. Doesn't that sound good? So go ahead and send that screenshot over to impact at literarysymmetry.com and I will get back to you with your Impact Accelerator course as soon as I possibly can. Thanks for listening and remember your business story matters. Talk next time.